Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Good morning. KSL News Time now is 6 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. The record-breaking winter storm is mostly in our rearview mirror now, but uh, we've got cold temperatures to deal with. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our live team coverage. Adam? Amanda, the storm broke a daily record, bringing more than a foot to the Salt Lake Valley. And according to KSL meteorologist Matt Johnson, that snow is only going to make things feel colder today. But with snow on the ground, you know, it makes it feel uh, even a little bit colder because the sun's energy is not being absorbed to help warm uh, the earth. We're only going to be in the low 20s uh, this morning, only getting up to 34 for a high today in Salt Lake City. But the good news is that is going to change pretty quickly. Tomorrow we're looking at high 30s, potentially back up to the 40s by Saturday before our uh, next potential storm comes in on Sunday. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. The uh, snow may not be falling in most areas this, this morning, but the snow piles left behind in school parking lots and on neighborhood streets are still causing some problems. That means more delays in virtual days in some districts. KSL News Radio's Kate Davis continues our live team coverage. Kate? Yeah, Tim, Jordan, Tooele, and now Granite School Districts all say kids should attend school virtually today. Granite School District spokesperson Ben Horsley says neighborhoods are struggling to dig out. We've seen this with our own eyes. We've literally been up all night uh, with crews throughout uh, the district. Several other schools like Weber and Murray City Districts are giving students and staff two extra hours to make sure they get in safely. You can see a full list of schedule changes on our website, kslnewsradio.com. Reporting live, Kate Davis, KSL News Radio. The winter storm is still impacting a big portion of the country. 135 million Americans in more than 40 states are on alert for high wind, snow, and ice. In Michigan, a volunteer firefighter was killed when a power line fell on him after ice snapped a tree branch. Power outages reported overnight in California, Illinois, and Wisconsin, and many more outages are expected. ABC's Jacqueline Lee reporting. An unusual warning in Southern California as cold air from Alaska moves into the area. There's a blizzard warning posted for snow moving into, are you ready, Los Angeles later tonight. Driving in the snow is normally reserved only for going on vacation for most Southern Californians, but for the first time in over 30 years, there is a blizzard warning up for L.A. County. It could snow on the palm trees around L.A. and blizzard in the nearby mountains. The California Highway Patrol warning drivers to get ready before the snow moves in tonight. Please, please make sure you gas up your vehicles. And the CHP telling drivers to bring food, water, and cell phone chargers with them in case they get stuck. Alex Stone, ABC News in L.A. County. KSL's top national stories this hour. A year ago today, Russian troops began their invasion of Ukraine. 
This is file audio of ABC's Aaron Katursky, who arrived in Lviv shortly after the attack started. We're not sure what this full uh, scale of the invasion is going to look like over the next several days or, or weeks or how long it could last or what President Putin's intentions are. But we know the U.S. Uh, military is uh, in, in neighboring countries now and the Ukrainian military had said that it was bracing key members of parliament here in Ukraine that, that, that the invasion was going to include Kiev, the capital, and at least one other major city. ABC's Patrick Rival was also in Kyiv on that day, and he's returned to the capital city this morning. Ukrainian officials are very concerned that there's going to be missile strikes, uh, time to coincide with this anniversary. And so government workers have been told to take uh, to, to work from home, and uh, schools, some of the early grades, have been told to go on to remote learning. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says sanctions and price caps the U.S. and other countries put on Russian oil have been effective. Russian oil prices have fallen substantially. Last month, the Kremlin's oil revenue was nearly 60 percent lower than in the immediate aftermath of the invasion. Yellen is meeting with other G20 economic ministers in India on the first anniversary of Russia's attack on Ukraine. Time for first look traffic. And Andy, uh, more cars on the road than there were yesterday at this time. Yeah, and uh, they have better road conditions overall than what we faced yesterday. But we do have a crash right now over in West Valley on uh, 21st South Freeway at 3200 West. But that 201 freeway is really slick all the way from there over to I-15. So even after you pass the crash, you may not speed up as much as you'd like. Road conditions are definitely better along I-15, especially in Davis County. But Legacy is looking pretty rough right now. Centerville down to Woods Cross on uh, going south. Guys? All right, we'll check back in just a few minutes. The government's weekly jobless claims report is due out this morning. Economists have been saying it's only a matter of time before we start to see first-time jobless claims tick up. This week may be the start. Barclays Research, which measures economic data, is predicting the number of Americans who filed for unemployment rose about 1,000 last week, led by an increasing number of companies, mainly tech, announcing big layoffs. ABC's Daria Albinger reporting. Eye on the Hill 2023, a bill to legalize medical mushrooms in the state, now on pause. We get the details from KSL News Radio's Alessandra Harris. Senate Bill 200 proposed narrowly legalizing psilocybin, also known as medical mushrooms, to help Utahns who are suffering from depression, anxiety, and other mental ailments, giving patients an alternative to opioids in their search for relief. Currently, psilocybin is a federally prohibited drug in the U.S., and medical professionals are torn on the effectiveness and safety of the substance. The Senate Health and Human Services Committee voted unanimously to forego taking action on the bill as lawmakers decide to wait for FDA approval for the drug before legalizing it here in the state. Today could be pivotal in the double murder trial of Alex Murdoch, the former South Carolina attorney accused of murdering his wife and son. ABC's Andrew Dimber. All eyes will be on Murdoch himself and whether he takes the stand. Murdoch's team has tried to limit the scope of the prosecution's questioning, but the judge rejected that idea, leaving Murdoch to decide whether testifying in his own defense is worth the risk. Murdoch is facing nearly 100 charges that range from murder to insurance fraud. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.